0: Underscore Expressions on Instagram. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, I got to tell you guys about this beautiful rising star who I've known for some, quite some time, and I've seen her work, and she's absolutely amazing at it. Her name is Jamie G. Jamie G. is one of the most sought after. Lockstitions in the greater central Orlando area. She's out here doing her thing. She's one of few salons in this area that have at least a five-star rating. Now, she does everything in terms of maintaining, uh, retwisting, and just making your style pop, enhancing what you already have with those beautiful locks that you have. Now, don't take my word for it. You can actually find her on jamieg.com. And that's J-A-M. EEG.com. You can also find her on Instagram as well. She also has her own product line for hair care for the locks called Juicy Royals. And it doesn't have all those nasty chemicals that ain't necessary for maintaining good, healthy black hair. All right. You guys go down and go visit her at jamieg.com. She definitely is adhering to COVID restrictions. So no walk ins appointment only. Okay. You can find her again at jamieg.com to get your appointment set up. And you can also find her on Instagram at jamiegcosmos. Okay. So you can't say I ain't tell you. And if you're looking to get those locks maintenance and just looking more beautiful than ever, you need to go check her out. Hey, what's going on everybody? It is time for another episode of Reggie's Expressions. I am Reggie and I got my homie over here. Oh, over here, sorry. (laughs) Angelo, what's going on, Angelo?
1: Nothing much. Que lo que mi gente, what's going on tonight? So we got a- Go ahead. No, I was about to say, we definitely have a good conversation tonight
0: absolutely so i just want to tell you guys thank you so much for listening to the conversation episode one and two are actually doing very very amazing on uh, the 26th or the 10th tw- uh, yeah the 26th i'm sorry it's already October is almost over uh, we have the newest episode coming up this is actually going to be after i was about to get ready to plug that show but um by that time by the time this comes out i know it's going to be in the millions of views so i appreciate everybody for joining the conversation and I just wanted to add to it. Uh, I have a really good friend of mine, uh, Free, uh, Miss C and uh, Nate here, who's going to help us talk about furthering the conversation. Um, they are also in the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, we're going to talk to them a little bit about some of the things that kind of affect them. We just have a big plate of, uh, of conversation. So we are going to just go right ahead, give it to you guys. And allow y'all to introduce yourselves. So, Ms. Free, take it away for us.
2: Hi, I'm Frida. Um, from Columbus, Georgia, currently living in um, Smyrna, Georgia, which is a suburb northwest of Atlanta. Um, I am a part of the LGBTQIA+ community. I'm a proud same gender loving individual, um, supported by my family and friends, and I'm proud to be here today on the Regis Expression Show.
0: I appreciate you, Free. Thank you.
2: <laughs> <Nate>?
0: <laughs> <Me?
3: Yeah. laughs> um, hello, I am C. A lot of people call me Mama C. Mm-hmm. Um, I am originally from Washington DC. I've been in the Atlanta area for over what, ten years now? Been here over ten years, on and off, moved to Florida for a little while, lived there and then came back. Mm-hmm. Love Atlanta. It reminds me of my hometown, Washington, D.C. It is so chocolate here. I love it.
0: <laughs>
3: I am a part of the Rainbow family. All of it. Um, I um, love, I've been a lesbian out of the closet um, since college.
2: Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
3: Um, so I've had that experience. And I went to school in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. So I have okay. the experience of being a black female player's been living in the south. Woo! Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, I have a lot of stories to <laughs> to, to share. But Absolutely. um thank you for having me and thank you Frida for, for allowing me to join the
4: conversation tonight.
0: Absolutely, thank you. Mr. Nate.
4: Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I am Nate. I'm um, twenty one years old, born in Florida, raised in Atlanta, Georgia. I am I wasn't yeah, I'm retired with school, so I went to Campbell High School and stuff like that. Um, I am a part of the rainbow. Um I it's kinda tricky because I'm try I'm kinda swaying myself to a no label because there's just so much going on here. I just don't wanna be it's just I don't wanna be a label. It's just I like love that. I love you that. Saying like, it's, I don't care type thing. But if you want to put a label on me, I would consider myself bisexual because okay. who's gonna tell me no? Who's gonna tell me yes? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh born in the South, raised in the South, um mm-hmm. Love my collard green to fried chicken, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: And um, I appreciate that, uh, um, Nate, because you represent where I, I love that kids are. They don't have to put themselves in labels. I know that when Free, myself, Miss C and uh, Dax, we owe gays, OGs, oh, honey. So you know, oh, geez. People, people had to tell us, we had to tell folks who we are, because if we didn't, you know, we were, um, you know, hung from the, 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 the raptures, you know what I'm saying, in terms of identifying. So I love the fact that, you know, this new age don't feel that pressure to have to do so. And they can live however they want to live, whether it's with a woman or a man, or if it's a, a man that was a woman or a woman that was a man, whoever, because love comes in all forms and, uh, and um, things of that nature. Now, Angelo... Um, Angelo and I have been friends for quite some time um, the co-host thing is actually very recent um, funny story we met on Adam for Adam. this was like in 2012 um, and uh, he's rolling his eyes because uh, he's a little embarrassed by the story but long story short we forced a friendship and been doing this for quite some time and you know one of the things that I've you know kind of been in charge with you know, when my mom died earlier this year is actually speaking up for people who don't necessarily get a chance to speak up for themselves. And that happens a lot in this community where people are frozen or stagnant or, you know, stale because they don't have the language to be able to explain themselves because they don't know what they identify as. So um, my mom and my good friend, Darlena, was my inspiration in terms of Darlena saying living life on purpose and my mom, you know, who was mentally ill for most of her life um, for 70 years and uh, unfortunately didn't have a voice of her own. Um, And she, she passed away, you know, tragically that way. So, you know, that sparked me wanting to be, well, be a part of the conversation, but I was waiting for someone to bring me in and I realized, no, 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 I don't have to do that. I can create the conversation. Right and bring whoever I want to bring into the mm. conversation. So this is what I'm doing here. And uh, that's why I'm extremely passionate about it. So thank you so much. Um, and one of these days, I would love for you, all of you guys to get an opportunity to meet each other, because Free is one of the nicest people I've ever met. Um Missy, Oh, Mama C. I've known you as Mama C since I've known Free. Mm-hmm. And I've never met you before. So you have been a staple in her life as well as mine um, because she talks about you highly. And Nate, you are just you just exemplify what I wish I could have been when I was your age. You're very wise beyond your years and you're smart and you just don't care what people think. So enough of this love fest here. Um, I'm gonna get into the nitty-gritty of the topic. So you guys have all identified where you are in part of this uh, conversation um miss being I sing lesbian free I love what you said same gender loving because I'll tell you my theory on that here in a second but I love that you said same gender loving um and then I identify as same gender loving gay queer and angelo what do you identify as same same, same gender
1: one. loving same gender loving um okay. I mean I Kinda because of my background came out bisexual and then identified as being gay or queer, Um, but it's just a choice that I made in my life. Um, But yeah, I I kinda identify the same way. I mean, we all have different coming out stories and hopefully you guys would have seen the previous episodes um, of my story, but... we all have a different uh coming out story and and perspective in life but yeah i i started off bisexual and then made a decision to just be with uh men um just my decision
0: same same here um uh the the person that binds me and free together is darlena she was my He was a girl I liked in high school. and Unfortunately, that didn't work out because I was battling with my sexuality at the time, too. I also went throughout a bisexual. And then about 28, I met this man and I was just like, oh, my God, which is hilarious because I found a book. Of a story that I wrote in 2008 about that gentleman, which is hilarity. And uh, I I was like, this guy is it, honey. He is going to be doing I, I love him. And I went home to my dad and I was like, did it, did it. I done met a man, honey. and he was like, I love you, son. And then two months later, we broke up. And I was like, you remember when I seeing that thing I said? Well, I'm still gay, but you know, we ain't in love no more. Um, <laughs> so, I resent
1: one part, but not the other.
0: <laughs> exactly. I'm still gay. Surprise. But you know, you'll never get a chance to meet him. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're going to get right into the topic, as I was stating. Um, so uh, the next question that I have for you guys or next topic is how and when did you come out? If you want to share this story, you don't have to, but at what point and how did it happen for you? Um, I know for myself, like I said, I just had that conversation with my dad because I was in love with a man who I thought I was going to do it for the rest of my life. And it only lasted two months. Um, how did that uh, happen for you? And Maybe did you have or did you come out?
2: Hmm. Um, well, my ex husband outed me. Uh, so <laughs> I didn't get a chance to uh, come out, mom. But I'm not mad at him or anything like that. I'm mm-hmm. with him. He's a very good man. Um, he's Nate's dad. So I have to say everything I can possibly say about <laughs> him. Let's <laughs> <Nice job>. go. <laughs> <am in> <laughs> nice and partial. Let's But um, <laughs> um, I was married. To a man. Uh, And we had a conversation, you know, told him I like girls. He said, Me too. And uh, uh, how did he ask me? I think we liked two different types of women, and I wasn't giving him what he wanted. Mm -hmm. I haven't asked him if I could talk about this publicly, so I don't want to get into too much. But anyway, he uh, made a decision to call um, my mom and out of me um uh, at first i was upset but it was so free and i remember the next day um just being free. like why wow, i don't have anything to hide anymore and it actually drew our relationship closer uh we became more friends um he would take me to strip clubs get me lap dances um he hooked me up with my first girlfriend okay, um, okay. yeah um, I, um Girl first sexual experience with a woman is something he um, concocted. But Ashley yeah. uh, Griggs, he taught me a lot. Uh, I knew nothing about being with a woman sexually. Um, mm-hmm. But he uh, uh, taught me all about it. Uh, mm-hmm. Not saying too much. But, yeah, mm-hmm. so, I mean, so my coming out story um, um, was all his doing, but I- I'm grateful um, yeah. Yeah. for that. Sounds well,
1: similar to my story, but yeah, I'm gonna hear, whole, hear your story. I was it was say, it sounds similar to my story without yeah. the whole going out
0: to <laughs> the clubs and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I it. Love it. And and Free, you said um, and then I'm gonna uh, uh it's not gonna be a long pen, but you said same gender loving. And mm-hmm. uh, sometimes with these when you identify, I to me mm-hmm. when I see gay, I see lesbian, I see bisexual. I see in trans, I see white faces. Mm. Very few LGBTQ people like us out there, especially on the banners and things that we see. So, you know, uh, same gender loving, I've heard from a lot of black, queer, you know, black gay people, um, you know, as a way of identifying. And I just think that that's absolutely amazing because I actually like that, you know.
2: Yeah. Um, I like it better than less <laughs> just, I, I think lesbian is exclusive. When I hear the word lesbian means okay, I only like <laughs> they don't want nothing else at all to do with men. Same gender loving, I think, is more open and receptive. Like right. I'm sexually attracted only to women. Okay. Um, in my career film, I've seen all types of stuff on men. They do some crazy stuff, these people I work with. Um mm-hmm. I mean they really like so you ain't attracted to to this like they pull out the wee wee stuff like that. I'm like, no, it does nothing mm-hmm. for me. I mm-hmm. love men socially. Right. I, mean, dude, I think I identify more with men socially because I love fantasy football, NFL. And mm-hmm. like I said, me and my ex our relationship actually got stronger once I was out before then. We couldn't stand each other. I mean okay. we was always arguing, being a fight, but once that was out it me and him, I remember we would go to the mall simply just to look at women. A woman passed by, he's like, Is that your type? That you like that? And I said, That's your type, girl. You like that? You know, we would literally do it good. So i'm not excluding i am excluding men sexually um uh, that nothing about that turns me on um if i ever do meet a man that turns me on then i guess i'll change it to bisexual but i am same gender loving uh sexually i'm very attracted to women sexually uh, especially women thicker women i don't like skin and bone it's so unattractive to me it's <laughs> not um it's not attractive at all so, but yeah so yeah so that's why i like the term same gender loving well, i can't remember when i very first heard that term but when I, found, I was like that sounds so more open and receptive to me so
0: good okay
2: so, date, are we gonna talk about Darius mccary
0: yeah i heard about that i heard that he is dating a a trans woman so yeah. you know congrats to him and um you know, identifying who he love he didn't have to and I think it's great because, you know, there are some beautiful trans women out there. Um, and I think that's absolutely amazing being able to live in your truth. Now, Miss C, same question if you don't mind answering.
3: My coming out story, um, it was, you know, the typical I guess the typical coming out story for the the young people and well the people in my generation. Um, I came out in college.
1: Mm. Um
3: you know, my sister outed me per se. She walked in on me and my girlfriend at the time laying in the bed together, um, and my girlfriend at the time was my sorority sister.
1: Whoa.
3: So um, she um, she walked in on us. And we were just laying in the bed together, um, but people had you know people was was whispering because I was hang, hanging out with this certain sorority sister who had the the presence of a stud and I was a fan, so you know, people was whispering about what was going on, why I see hanging out with this certain person, mm-hmm. but um, so my sister called my mom, and my mom. Good
0: question. Good question, can you explain what uh, Femme and Stud is? is
3: um, you know I, mean? I don't know if I can, I can give you an example of one, but I don't know, they <laughs> yeah. <change> yeah. so <laughs> much. Mm-hmm. They change. I have heard. I am old school lesbian. Okay, I came out. <laughs> so I was in college in '96. So I probably came out in '98, '99. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. years ago, and the mm-hmm. terminology has changed. Like I'm um, free to talking about same gender level, What? Mm-hmm. Lesbian. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. You I, 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 you definitely, I definitely. I definitely. Sympathize with you because I'm. Yes, I mean it's well. just
3: so much now, and I am in the field of HR, so mm-hmm. I have to yeah. really take these steps because right. you have to say you identify he/she, them/they. Uh huh. I mean it's so, <laughs> and I have family, I have best friends that has transgendered into a different sexuality, mm-hmm. and you know, but still in the HR realm, I have to say. What do you identify as he, right. she, or I have to say my pronoun is mm-hmm. she. You know, it's it's just so I'm diff, I'm old school landing. Right. Right, right. right. I don't have a problem with what they're doing, but I'm old school. Leslie. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, a stud is a female who presents herself in a manly manner, I would say she okay. wears um the men's clothing um and and then with that back in the day we used to identify them as and i hate this word my mother used to I say don't. this word dykes oh. yeah, or bulldoggers or something yeah. Bulldog. yeah i yeah. hated that word and i don't it's very
1: it de- yeah, it's yeah very demeaning yes very demeaning. i don't hear it now but, no. um, I think i heard it when well because it. when i was growing up i that's those were the synonyms that I heard were yeah, me too. you know dykes and you know and even then not knowing myself because like you know everyone that knows my story I was 21 when it came out but even prior to that when I heard the terms even within my own community in yeah. the Hispanic community it, it kind of made you cringe because mm-hmm. it, it you know it's like you know in my culture using the word maricon or you know other terms that I probably won't use tonight, but it, it does make you cringe. It does. And it does. Yeah, I, I definitely understand with you, and I'm sorry for interrupting.
3: No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. Thank you. But yes, um, so not that terminology, but just stud. Um, I am more attracted to studs. I have dated more studs, and I have um, female feminine lesbians the lipstick lesbians okay I identify as a film I feel comfortable wearing a dress I am always um, I'm always dressed up Um, so I identify as a film I am not but I am attracted to both I will look at um, someone that Frida will look at and say oh she looks good she's thick I will look at her too as well and date her as well so,
2: <laughs>
3: love it. So, okay. so, you know, I I, I do now. Mm-hmm. I also will date um a a a transgender, going from a female to a to a male. I mm-hmm. have dated. I've never mm-hmm. um slept with that person, a person, mm-hmm. but I have dated one. You know, mm-hmm. so I am open to that. I don't know if I could fully love mm-hmm. that person because mm-hmm. I am attracted to females. Right. Um, so I don't know, but I am open to dating anyone who knows how to love me. Mm-hmm. I'm just more attracted to females, right? Right. you know. So, right. but my coming out story is that my sister um, mm-hmm. outed me to my mom. And then my mom called me and asked me, was I gay? She was like, are you gay? Are you gay? <laughs> And I was crying. And I was like, why would you ask me that? She was like, because you cut your hair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had long hair. And
3: I yeah. cut it like yes. I said, the
0: prize right. back in the day. <laughs> it was long yeah. I'm like,
3: what? She's like, because you cut your hair. I said, well, guess what? I got the same hairstyle you got. Am I, are you gay? I mean, no. <laughs> I'm to that, you know, no, I ain't gay, and you know, mm-hmm. but it, it was a long road for us, me and my mom, a long road, right. and um, she didn't like it, but now we're we're better,
1: mm-hmm. we're in
3: better, better space. I have a little brother who is um, who's who's gay, same gender loving.
1: Oh, nice. um, he's younger,
3: <laughs> younger than me. He's twelve mm-hmm. years younger than me, so he's in a different generation. And cool. I also have an older brother who yeah. is 10 years older than me that yeah. is in the same gender loving. Now, you need to get cool. him on here and have right. a conversation with you. He will get you so, together about it. But I was about to say, we will probably
0: get the
1: OG. OG. Yeah, We'll get the O-O-G. Yeah, Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. How did mom take that? How did mom take all yeah. of her getting in the community?
3: She didn't. She didn't. She thought I was rubbing off on them. You know, she thought it was more of a rub off,
1: you yeah. know. And
3: then my my dad died. My dad died when my little brother was young. So she pushed on him and made names on my little brother and called him certain. Oh, it was bad. The yeah. F word every time. It was hard for him. It was hard for him. And when I came out, my little brother and my little sister got it bad. She was like, she she was she said y'all gay because she gay and she took it out on on my youngest siblings. But I was in college. They was away at home. I would was out in college. They're in DC, I'm in Alabama. And she still took it out on them. Um so it was hard. It was hard for them. It was really hard for them. But uh, we're in a better place now. My mother is very; she's more open, more understanding. I think um, Big Frida have brought her to come to be open more. Not this (laughs) other one from New Orleans. (laughs) Love her, her rainbow family. So um, we're in a better place, and and I'm I'm thankful for that.
0: Yeah, you know my condolences about your your dad. and I'm glad, you know, I'm glad that we have stories cuz I know, you know, being in the black community and by the way um explain to them your background um
1: uh Angela Well, what my whole background <laughs> it's yeah. funny it was about this it's funny because we were having this conversation the other night about Afro-Latino and and everything else but I'm Dominican um by descent my both of my parents are Dominican but of course anybody that knows history um in the Dominican Republic you have you know, your native um, Indian, which is the noun. Um, and I also have French and Spaniard in my blood. So when most, a lot of people, it's like, ask me, what do I identify with? Um, Until actually Reggie and I started having that conversation of backgrounds and identity, I consider myself an Afro-Latino. Um, and I know we had that conversation the other day as far as you know are you jamaican descent are you still afro-american are you are you african-american and whatnot but right. at the end of the day i look at it and it's like yeah you know i am afro-latino i mean i'm most of my bloodlines do com, did come from or does come from the west indies uh the west african um descent so i'm not going to deny um what a lot of my people would deny, because a lot of people would say, well, are you part Haitian? Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm, I, I have Haitian in my blood too, um, and I'm not gonna deny that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I embrace my my African ancestry. So, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. And he'd be like, Kalo. To, Kalo. Me great, it, to me, it's a great experience.
0: He threw out that Spanish, you know what I'm saying? Trying to, you know, I'm like, all right, Angelo, we see you, honey. We
1: see you. Um. Yeah, but just because you speak Spanish does not necessarily mean that you do not have a history. Right. Um, And to me, we all have a history, and I'm not going to deny my history, just Mm -hmm. because I want to conform to a narrative. And, yeah, so just, that's just me.
0: So, Mr. Nate, we are on to you. To is,
1: so, Mr. Nate, you're the youngest of.
0: Yeah, you are.
1: You're the youngest the of all of us. he's a what new guy. Your I'm perspective. Your
4: I'm not OG. Out. I'm just G.
1: <laughs> okay. <There you> <laughs> I love that. All right.
4: Um, so, my coming out story—it was um, crazy. Not crazy, but like, now I think about it, I don't know why I was even scared. So um i think it was 2017 so 2017 i think it was around new year's or something like that Mm -hmm. and um i if i can remember it was i would just i just wanted something to say
0: basically i think
4: it was something to say like i was just bored i was just like um new year's like time to like you know what I'm saying? Let's not hold nothing back. Let's go in clean, clear, and you know, no secrets, none of that stuff. So I was on Snapchat one day. I was like, well, let me tell you guys a little about me. Um, And I came out as strictly as gay. Okay. So I came out as gay. And at this time, my uncle and my uncle's girlfriend had my Snapchat. They okay. were like, oh, I'm happy for you. Oh, I knew. <laughs> Oh, um, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? I support it. I'm still your friend. I don't care, none of that stuff. But then my uncle, he had sent me a message. First, he said he won't me out to eat. Mm-hmm. That never happened. <laughs> so um, he sent me a long paragraph. And this paragraph said, I think I can find it to this day, but I got to, like, search and dig for it. But he was, he was, like, basically to sum it up, I love you. I'm here for you. Just because you come out at the gate on me just because you came out as gay doesn't mean that you are any less of a man. You're still gonna do what a man has to do to provide for the family. Right. Um, you're still looked up as a man, you're still gonna do, you know what I'm saying, what you have to do around the house, you know what I'm saying, to take care of things. So mm-hmm. that was understandable. I was like, Well, shoot, good. Like, okay, well, it's not like you upset me. My mm-hmm. dad was something different. So, uh, no no no. My mom didn't know that I had came out as gay yet, but okay. I told her that because I just wanted to with someone like that. I don't know. So I went to my mom and I was scared I was nervous. This is when she was um in a relationship with, uh, I think, Nana. So um I was scared I was nervous, but I was happy. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I got so much energy. Like, don't come out, I'm just scared. You know, well, everything yeah. is bubbling and everybody thinks, Nate, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I gotta tell y'all something, but I don't feel like you type thing and so, stuff. Mm-hmm. I, was my mama. I was like mom I gotta tell you something else. she was like yeah okay I'm in there I'm just jumping Just <laughs> well I'm just like juggling, going back to the, the I was like, well well <laughs> she was like okay I'm like I don't get a award of or applause or, card or something like I just told you a milestone or something like that mm-hmm. but she was like Nate look at me I'm like okay yeah so, um, <laughs> uh, I was just, uh, she was like, Nay, I'm gay, so like that. I'm gonna so love you. She always told me I'm all my life, oh, I'll create you gay, straight, crippled, or crazy. I'll always love you. So, I, I, I
0: was gonna ask you to say that if you didn't. I'm glad you did.
4: Gay, always, straight, crypto, or crazy. I crazy. always love you. So, it was like, then I think about it, I'm like, Well, girl, she gonna say, she oh of course, she's gonna send me. So, I'm like, Let me go somewhere that has like more of a challenge. I called my dad. I
1: caught, no, I, I, call, know,
4: I didn't even call my dad. That. I called my dad's. Ex wife at the time. My uh-huh. So I was like, hey, um, Renee, honey, Renee. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? She said, I'm good. I'm like, I gotta tell you something. She said, okay, um, I'm gay. She said, oh, okay, well, I love you. You know, I'll always be there for you. I'm like, okay, well, can you tell dad? I'll fly calling him. <laughs> she, said, so. she said, okay, I'll tell him stuff like that, but I'm pretty sure you're gonna have a conversation. Mind you, before this, my dad and I don't have a conversation. No, like, not much. To this day, we don't have really much of a, a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't never text, never call, anything like that. So at this time, when he knew, he was so quick to call us. He didn't just called me. He called my brother. Mm-hmm. And not only that, we sat in the room. He said, go get a Bible. I said, oh, Lord, here go this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So he told us to read some verses and stuff like that, yada, 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 yada. That he said, um, for this reason, I won't support you. I won't, I'm not encouraging it. I don't believe it. Stuff like that. And if it has to go as far as not paying for your school lunch or uh, paying for your phone bill to not support you, then that's how it has to be. So I was like, at the time, I was like, okay. I was like, okay, well, okay. Like nothing. But then over time, I was like, okay, well, um, this would be it. Because how my Uncle support me so much? And he right here. Like, he in town. But... My dad like twenty four, twenty-seven hours away in a whole nother state just gonna deny, you know what I'm saying, not support and stuff like that and really ain't ain't been there. But um it kinda did something to me. So I I don't wanna say I got into a kind of depression or something, but I wasn't feeling right. So I went on kinda like a rampage and I guess he had my snap. a lot of family was had my Snapchat and I think after this I just took everybody off. But yeah. I said on my on my Snapchat, I was like I'm gay. Accept me or get the F out of my way or get out of my life or something like that. So I don't know how in the world he saw that. But he saw that and I was at school. He called me. He was like, are you busy? I was like, um, no. Um, You know, at school. I guess you couldn't wait. I guess he couldn't wait. So he said, oh, so you think that you grown to where you can say what you want to say on Snapchat about me? And I was like, well, more people did not accept me other than you. But if you feel like it was directed towards you, then I guess it's about you. Right. so um he said something like we talk more when we get home or something like that i don't know but he never called me bad after that he tried to scare me or something like that um then moving on like through um um just when mom was still dating nana and stuff like that so i was talking to nana about it and i was like i just it's just irking me it's irking me so much because like my dad really feels like he can just like is this him getting more like of a reason not to talk to me or like, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, he always told me like, even when I went up there, cause I would visit him during the summer so I to see him, he'll be like, I don't think you can make it in Atlanta. I don't think you can, you know, do it Um, You know, this that's not the environment for you or stuff like that. He would always, he wouldn't be happy for me for some reason, I don't know. But um, <clears throat> it's just, I just, I think I took it out on like the wrong people or took it out on other people because um. I was talking to Nana and then someone told me to text Renee, his girl, his wife, ex-wife or something like that. And I was basically telling her how I feel. And then for some reason she felt like I was talking about her. She said, I did all this for you. And you're going to say this to me. I was like, this ain't about you. So it just, it got me a whole nother level. But um, it just it just came to me to it was like, it's just nothing. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's just crazy how people really get their families, lose their families, I'm sorry, lose their families over how they they're coming out? It's is you know what I'm saying. That's why I just want to switch more over to a label because it's like not. I don't care. Basically, if my dad does something or not, I don't care what anybody accepts it or not. It's right. to, to the fact that the fact that it got to go to this far extent because of how they are as a person in loving or how they want to live their life to right. be, and it's just. I just saw it, I, I'm still a happy person. I'm, I'm happily um, doing what I want to do. Nobody's telling me nothing different. Um, still loving myself, loving everybody else. Um, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't move on. Mm-hmm. Um, but just seeing like the population of like, cause I'm very blessed being mm-hmm. in this family that like accepts and like, and just loves. Cause like, I see other people's story them coming right. out, people getting kicked out their homes, mm-hmm. up in their face and stuff like that. So it's just like, I'ma just leave the whole, I'm not saying leave the LGBT alone because I support them fully. But it's like just, that. I just really feel like, I'm not saying I'm making a movie because I'm not standing again. I'm like saying, I'm not on the street saying go no label. I'm not doing all that. <laughs> you know? so I'm just like, I'm gonna just step away mm-hmm. and just say no label because it just, once you see like, you don't have to put so many labels on you. You don't have to put a category over what you like to do or what you are. You know okay. what I'm saying? Because I like to believe myself limitless.
1: Mm-hmm. No
4: labels. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell what I can and can't do. That's what of my posts on the Instagram. So I, yeah,
0: I I appreciate that. And I can tell you, uh, you know, Free and I have been friends actually going on two years. Uh this year. Um, I mean, I've always known a free. Um, and, uh, you know, her, uh, sister and I were, were close, uh, with our friend, Darlena in common and, um, uh, long story short about accepting, like it was almost immediate. The first time I met free, it was like, we were taking pictures, you know, she was in her uniform and, you know, Carlos and I, you know, were both, uh, at, um, you know, uh, our friend's mom's house and, and it just. I think within like six months later, we were sick on the phone together, just be on the phone talking for hours. And you know, free always said, Reggie, you know, if, uh, if I don't talk to you, that don't mean I don't think about you. That don't mean I don't love you. That just means I don't need to talk to you every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, she's always been a beacon of light. And like I said, meeting meeting Nate has definitely opened my eyes. And I I, I love what you represent, what you just said, because. At the end of the day, it doesn't, it shouldn't matter. You know, we shouldn't be losing families and we shouldn't be losing friends over this, but yet we still are. And um, that's why we have to no- normalize these conversations so they can understand whoever, cause there are some people out there who are small minded, um, that we are the same as they. The only thing is, is we just love differently.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, the same emotions, the same stress that I get about Carlos when he, you know, don't do what I ask him to do. Um, um, that was the same thing you know what I'm saying I still get frustrated the same way you know everybody else does just because I'm gay doesn't necessarily have to be who I I yell to the mountaintops shout out to those who do but for me as long as I can live life and be happy and I can just have a good life at home that's all that matters so I appreciate you guys telling me those stories so um the next question that I have here for you guys um and you can tell me if you want to answer. Cause again, like I said, I, I want to make sure I safeguard your stories. Um, are there any uh, stereotypes that you've heard about being, you know, uh, about what you identify as that you just absolutely despise? Example for me, um, the one thing that I hear a lot is that a lot of people think that gay men want to be women. Mm-hmm. And I love women. I love black women. I stand for y'all. But I love being a man because there's privileges that I have that you guys don't, and I am aware of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, I don't have to have a period every month, and I don't have to go through menopause. <laughs> I don't have to go through any of that. So that is a thing for me because a lot of a lot of small-minded people think, "Well, you why don't you? You know, uh, you just want to be a woman or you want to be, you know, whatever uh, other than being a man because they can't identify a man." Loving another man, and that's just something that always it's like nails to a chalkboard for me. for Carlos, <laughs> if you call him a woman, you know you'll see a flash of like anger in his face. You know, um, just because people think that that's the case. So, are there any uh, stereotypes? This is also for you to.
3: Uh, I uh, think it's the reverse for us. You know, oh, okay, you know, for okay. Frida, You know, because of the way Frida' appearance may be is that mm-hmm. she wants to be a man because of her appearance so it's the mm-hmm. the opposite for us if if mm-hmm. i'm not cor- correcting mm-hmm. if i'm wrong okay exactly. but i think it's the opposite for us because of her appearance and right. i think the, the the um the question all the time well you're you're not a lesbian you don't you don't look like a lesbian you know people question me
0: you because you in the south you it, sure baby.
3: Yeah, yeah, I get the question, you know. You a lesbian? What? You're not, uh-huh. You know, I don't have that hard exterior, uh, exterior about myself, so I am i can't be a lesbian, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it's the opposite for, for
2: us. Gotcha. <laughs> the only thing I was going to say is uh, I remember my mom was asking me uh, because of the preference that um, the purpose of clothes that I wear. Um, a lot of people call them men's clothing. I don't call them men's clothing. Once I put them on, they're free to close. Right. I just happened to like it, and the store got the department label wrong by putting it in the men's section. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I don't know why they put this over here, but I like it, and I'm not a man, but the store decided to label it as men's clothing. Once right. I get it, it becomes free to clothing. I like it. I've gone to the women's yeah. section before. I never mm-hmm. saw anything over there that I liked. Even when I was a little growing up and were forced to wear dresses, never liked it. I grew up a tomboy my whole uh, entire life. But the thing that I despise the most about um, uh, being gay is people automatically assume, oh, you must have been abused when you was growing up. You mm-hmm. must have been um, molested or something like that. I don't believe that's everybody's story. Um Um, I was um, sexually abused by a woman um, growing up uh, that was supposed to be my babysitter. But that, before that even happened, I knew that I was different um, Mm -hmm. than um, the the other kids. So I don't consider that the reason for me. It could be the reason for um, others, but I don't like that that they automatically assume that, um, one, because I wear what this societal norm determines to be men's clothing, that I want to be a man. And two that I must have been abused. So those right. are the two things that I um really despised um, to answer that question.
0: Okay. Mr. Nate.
2: Um I despise.
4: Um I don't really have much of a despise um in that kind of like how are you asking it, but I do despise how like as is i kind of understand this in the same sense but like, i kind of do this it because when you're gay or when you're a part of lgbt and if you're a black male you have your wall up when you have your wall up you have standards mm-hmm. and we have standards you put your stuff on a high postal that like you know what i'm saying like people think that they're like better where they're gay and like you are in a sense you know what i'm in saying you're landscape. free yeah. you're open and stuff like that but it's just the fact that You don't have to do too much. What I mean by too much is you don't have to say, "Oh, like you try like talking down on somebody else." Right. When they try to talk down on you, you want to feel offended because you feel like they're being homophobic. So it's just. I get what you're saying. I get it because, like, you—it's been a hardship, and like LGBT has came a long way. Mm -hmm. Um. And like, you know what I'm saying? Give you your props and stuff like that. But it's just like, you're yeah. still human. You're still, you still bleed the same blood everybody bleed,
1: right. you still
4: do the same thing. so it's like, you are you just can't say that everybody's beneath you, all right. sense. It's just, I see a lot of LGBT hate right. that, I mean, I see on both ends, but like me being a part of community or per se, or seeing more of the LGBT, it's like they're spreading more hate on the heterosexuals, mm-hmm. then, um, in my opinion, in my eyes, I probably, you know, this is this, this generation, but um, it's just I just see I just hate how like like gay black men has just been talking so much down on people mm-hmm. in, in any kind of way. Oh, she is sissy. Oh, she a girl. Oh, just identify them as how they am because how they are. I identify. I I like being masculine. Right. i like being masculine i like being a boy i don't like i like the question is he a top bottom verse i like the question of is he straight or gay just because of the simple fact that i can be open like i can be free like you know what i'm saying i don't want that oh this like she's so looking me up and that oh uh girl oh mm-hmm. boy you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i hate that kind of label mm-hmm. because like it just puts you on a limit that people think that you have and it's just right. I don't know. Just it's just kind of hurts me.
0: I know. Oh, made, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: About that, especially in Freya said too. Here in Atlanta, we mm-hmm. have um they have labeled themselves black, uh, gay men here in Atlanta okay. um have to be on a certain level of prestige, mm-hmm. um with driving certain types of cars or living in certain areas. They mm. have did that. They put that their self on that le- that level here in Atlanta. That they right. have That's to right. look a certain way. They have to dress a certain way. They mm. have to go to Linux after church. Or right. they have to, you know, they have to do that. They have they mm. they've done that to their self here in, in the Atlanta area.
0: And what I was gonna say to that is, and you know, I mean that that is very specific to Atlanta. I'm not from there, but you know, a lot of it I do see that among other. It's just different when it comes from white people. Um, theirs is more of a catty kind of, you know, scratch your eye out kind of thing. You know, like two, you know, people fighting in a ring. Um, so it exists in, in in the white spaces. But one of the things I, I know is we go out like what you were saying earlier. We identify ourselves as these things, which puts us in a box, right? And then what that does is we end up losing our families and friends just to identify as these things and then we go out in the culture and we still got that negativity that we're having you know that we're fixing and i always say and you guys have heard this many times hurt people hurt people right so if we haven't cleaned that up and we over here trying to have relationships we're going to bring that with us and it's going to be worse because you got family members and people that you're close to that give it to you all the time and it's in real time and it's affecting you in that way and then you go out and you are looking for someone or something and you don't know exactly what it is to validate you so you're going to shit on everybody else that is not what you're looking for when you don't even know yourself you know what I'm so and i think that being black you know especially in the south with being you know gay and uh you know us being in the bible belt it hits us a lot harder because we have pastors and people that really prey on us by reading Leviticus and saying all these Bible quotes saying that, you know, we're going to be ab- uh, abominated or abomination to abomination. If we sleep with the man or if we sleep with the woman, but we don't hear that same intensity when we see people, um, you know, eating shellfish or wearing, you know, mixed uh, linen, mm-hmm. but then we get that question well, that's old Testament and new Testament. So we understand, that there was two different testaments. And we acknowledge that some of those rules don't exist or you know uh, 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 include everybody. So we put out a new version, but yet we don't fill in those nuances that have come down. That's my, my gripe when it comes to religion. Now, I don't have anything against spirituality. I think spirituality is very different from religion. What um, oh a lot of people are chase the religion part, which is man-made then spirituality, I think, is just something that you feel. Like, I do feel that there's a higher being. So I still uh, name him as Father God because that's what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. But I'm not here like, oh, my God, please, God, please just, you know, uh, forgive me for, for you know, because at one point before when I um, really kind of accepted myself, I used to pray. And anything that happened wrong, I always equated it to being gay. Oh, that happened because I was gay. That happened because I out in a relationship. And that was just the, the, that was also the internalizing that I did in terms of being gay, right? Um, and then also just hearing the stuff that my pastors would say, and that would be my only, just because I was searching for a reason. So um, that, that, that's my thing. Now, I want to ask you the same question too, Dax. Um, what, are, what are some stereotypes that you, um despise if you have any
1: well i have a few um yeah being uh like nate like nate say uh coming across as uh masculine you know the question always comes up is who's the female in the relationship who's the top who's the bottom and that's you know why can't i be both and we don't go asking straight
0: people who's the top and who's the bottom. We don't care. We know how that shit works. Why are you worried about what we do? Exactly. Yes, how about yeah. both of us? Exactly. Both of us. We fun purses.
1: That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes purse and sometimes uh, purse first, right? You know. Um, but, you know, that's one of my pet peeves um and also one of my other pet peeves is, you know, why are you gay? Like, right. there's a reason yeah. for you to be gay. Right. And there's no reason. It's just who I am. Um, I always knew, and and, and uh, Frida, your story, I don't know if you heard my story before I was mm-hmm. raped when I was 13.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and a lot of males do not share that story because, you know, why would a male get raped right i mean it, it's unheard of um and and i will you know i will tell my story but before that even happened to me i knew who i was it's just a catalyst of what ended up being you know what i mean um and 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 i, and I hate the fact that people would equate my experience of being raped to being gay right Um, And then I also hate the fact that because you were raped, every man is a pedophile. I I hate that correlation where because you had that experience of being raped, now you're labeled as a possible pedophile. Statistically, pedophilia occurs more in the heterosexual persuasion, should I say, and I'm just being nice and polite, mm-hmm, than right. it does in the gay community. And it's it's because it's power. It's because they're chasing- right. it. it's a power grab. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is a power grab. And, but people don't understand that just because you had an experience doesn't necessarily mean, I'm mm-hmm. gonna pass on that experience to somebody else. Right, right. Um, but the whole notion that you were raped and you are gay, you, you, it's kind of like connect the dots, right? You 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 you're you're raped. You're gay. Now you're gonna kind of like pass on the infection, should I say? And mm-hmm. I, I mean I'm I'm being facetious, but that's kind of like how I feel. Is like you're just passing it passing it along.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, another pet peeve of mine is um, you know I I'm a bigger guy, and like Nate was talking about in the community how we kind of infight and hate each other um and i experienced that i came out when i was 21. i mean i knew that i was gay yeah before that but being part of the community happened when i was 21 and trying to fit in in the gay community in 2000 and 2001 was kind of difficult for me Mm -hmm. you know because i didn't know where i fed in Did, did i fit into i i grew up when i came out the whole circuit party thing you know, twinks, mm-hmm. cubs, chubs, all all these mm-hmm. all these definitions and subcategories were were coming up. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know where I kind of fitted in and in a way I kinda of hated myself because I didn't know where I fitted in in the gay community because I was being rejected by the quote unquote jocks, the mm-hmm. twinks, the mm-hmm. you know to circuit parties and all this other stuff. And when you're 21, you kind of just trying to plug yourself in and try to see where you fit into the whole situation, it's, it's, it's your experimental stage. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're trying to experiment and find out where you fit in. And it took me a while to, to love myself in order for me to find myself.
2: Mm-hmm
4: if mm-hmm. that
1: makes any sense. Because like I said before, sometimes you have to look inward. You have mm-hmm. to love yourself in order to find out where you're going to go in life. Um, right. Now, I mean, I'm 29 for the 14th time. <laughs> but uh, it's, a, it's a it's a joke, but you know, I'm 43 years old. I mean, I, and it took me a while to get to this stage to kind of accept myself and, not only accept myself is also the lgbtqia plus community also needs to understand that as individuals as 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 lesbians as gays as bisexuals as trans as queer as the plus and everything else that comes before it we we also love we want to be part of that you know that that acceptance Mm -hmm. and is even though we think that we're a minority it's like like you and and I will call it and and I'm probably going to get some backlash for this but I think what's happening in Atlanta when you were explaining what's going on there it's kind of like the elite alphabet mafia right you have to personify yourself to be a certain way when you really you're just like everybody else. The only difference between you and me is money.
0: And to be honest, to 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 name it, it's really homophobia, just internalized, you know. Yeah. Because us calling out each other in that way, you know what I'm saying? And until we understand, and I'm, you know, myself included, you know that we all, like you said earlier, uh, Nate, we all believe the same. Um, there is going to be this question about, like, well, oh, damn, they got a new alphabet today. Or, oh my God, what is it now? You know, yeah. that's going to continue to happen because there's a lot of us who are still trying to identify. And I, I, I just, my, my point really quickly is that you shouldn't have to identify. You shouldn't have to come out, right? We, we do. And I said this on the first episode we put ourselves in boxes even though we hate the boxes that we put ourselves in. You know what I'm saying? Other people put us in boxes and that's something that we despise, but we're so quick to put other people in boxes. And in reality, like you were saying, Nate, it's complicated. It's many things. It ain't just one thing. Yeah, I might be gay tomorrow, a day, but tomorrow, you know, I might be bisexual or this or whatever. And I feel like you should do whatever it is you feel you want to do.
2: I wanted to um, say something about what Angelo said about he had to love himself in order to find himself. Uh, and I thought that was profound because people don't pay attention to what they don't love. Mm-hmm.
0: So, exactly. itself, <laughs> I was not ready for the depth of that. Okay.
2: That <laughs> oh. You know, so it, it's impossible for you to do anything for yourself without love being involved. and mm-hmm. of, That is very important and Love, my favorite definition of the word love is anticipating the needs of others. So once you start loving yourself and you start anticipating your needs, that would be your catalyst in order for you to find yourself and make yourself um, better. And once you love yourself, it opens up you into a space to be loved the way you deserve to be loved. You better hug, girl. Oh my God. It's
1: funny that you say that that because a lot uh, of, you know, being part of the quote unquote bear community, right? Everybody thinks that you have a specific uh, plug, right? Mm -hmm. You're only attracted to this particular (laughs) type. And to me, it's kind of like, no, I'm not attracted to a particular type. What Mm -hmm. I'm actually attracted to is the person, the personality, your Mm -hmm. intentions, who Mm -hmm. you are internally. Because externally, you know, Externally, we're all who we are externally But really, the inside is what dictates how we treat each other Right
2: Mm -hmm. And also Go ahead Also where you were saying about the book of Leviticus um, The way I see the Bible is supposed to be taken seriously But not literally And so I'm very weary of preachers and churches Who take the Bible literally because nobody I've not met one person today in today's world who takes the uh, the Bible literally if you literally do everything the Bible say do you you would not be here your eye would be gone your finger would be cut off and (laughs) And you'll be blind from one eye right and then when they want to bring up the book of Leviticus my first response is okay don't tell me what Leviticus said about uh homosexuality because you're not doing everything the business says about homosexuality. Tell me what Jesus said. Yeah. Jesus, only referenced, Jesus says nothing about homosexuality. That tells me it wasn't a big enough issue for him to speak on, then it shouldn't be a big enough issue for any preacher in any church to speak on.
1: Yeah. And when wow. Jesus
2: even referenced Sodom and Gomorrah in the book of Matthew, he says they was destroyed because of inhospitality. How do you get in hospitality confused with homosexuality is way beyond me. Mm-hmm. Jesus them because they refused to accept his people, his angels. And then when they came in, the way they treated him. So he was more concerned with how we treated people right. than whether some angels want to get raped by a couple of, of possible homosexual men. So I'm mm-hmm. always weary of, of people. And that argument to this day, I've never had a preacher or so called Christian to be able to um, to adequately answer those questions um, that I have. If you're going to come to me with Leviticus, I don't want to hear about Leviticus. Tell me what Jesus said. Mm -hmm. Well,
1: in in my argument to that being raised Catholic um, with some voodoo tendencies, um, the question is, what would Jesus do, right? Leviticus is the Torah. It's the yeah. Old Testament. Uh, first Jesus off. came after that. So exactly. who did Jesus spend most of his time with? Right? If you look at the New Testament, he mm-hmm. was with prostitutes, the indigent, the poor, the enfranchised, who we are. You know what I mean? That's who he spent most of his time with. So. Right. So
0: with that being said, guys, um, I want to tell you, thank you so much. Um, but because uh, I am respectful of your time and we can continue on this conversation uh, for sure. And I know little Austin got to get ready to go to bed soon. Um, <laughs> and,
1: and, so, <laughs> I see her head bobbing. Um, like,
0: but, um, I want to tell you guys, thank you so much for you know coming on free you said a whole lot of stuff that I didn't know I needed to hear. Dax, you always come with the knowledge and the, uh, the energy uh, and it's, it's been beautiful to meet you and Nate. I got to get you into podcasting because you got shit to say, young man. And I got shit to say. <laughs> you need to say it and I need a platform for you to be able to do so. You, he, he does uh, uh, stuff on uh, YouTube as well. But um, I do want to go ahead and give you guys the gift of time back. But before I let you go, um, are there any final thoughts uh, that you guys have?
2: Um, thank you for having us. and. um more LGBTQ voices need to be heard by podcasts. podcast. So this is a beautiful start, a beautiful platform, and I'm happy to um, support any way that I can.
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right, Missy?
3: Um, yes, I will second that motion. I am looking forward to the second um, <laughs> installment, hopefully when Austin is asleep. <laughs> <laughs> because he takes up all my attention, right? I um, But thank you for having me, it's been a pleasure,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and
3: um, I do look forward to being part of
0: the second part, Mr. Nate.
4: I need to be involved more with this because it just brings wisdom and like voices need to be heard. Mm-hmm. Um, because like it was a question that I really wish that we had got to, which was um, the DL theme, right? When I tell you, like, it's so sad <laughs> how many people are so closeted, but like they would like make a whole family and just try and please other people. You know what I'm saying? Inside, be so hurt and so shy and so hidden and stuff like that. So it's just um, it go deep, it go deep. So I'm here for I'm that, here for part two. That should
1: be a a conversation on its own. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And you know, yeah. Nate, if you want to come back or you know oh, yeah. come back, mm-hmm. we could talk about DL culture because I'm an OG with the <laughs> coast of that, The whole new age. Yeah, G, i so mean, the, afraid, the, the seeing, seeing the, the old and the new perspective would be great. Right. Uh, to have that conversation, um, and definitely, yeah, it's that's definitely, definitely a conversation to have. Real. Mr. Angela, go ahead and take us
0: take us on out tonight.
1: No, I mean I really, really enjoyed our conversation, Frida, see Nate. I love meeting you guys tonight. I love the stories that we shared tonight. Um, hopefully, we can definitely push the needle and have further conversations. Again, um, the whole DL culture. Definitely would love to have that conversation or any other conversations that you guys wanna have. I know that Reggie's up to it and I'm up to it as well. Um, And hopefully you guys will come back, um, if not individually, again, as a group, as a family, as an LGBT family, which is great. I love it. Um, And I appreciate you guys being with us tonight. I really, really do. Appreciate y'all having
0: us. Don't worry, guys. So that is it. That is all we have. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to another episode of Reggie's Expressions. Angelo, you'll get that joke later. Um, thank you all. And thank you for making a little black boy's dream like come into fruition. I think that my mom is happy. I feel her through me every time I do these episodes, which is why I put myself out there. And I do want to continue the conversation because I don't want to wait until somebody try to bring me in. Let me start it and i appreciate everybody's openness and casualness about the conversation that we had and i wish we can go on for hours but austin got to go to bed because he got to go to school tomorrow yes. so yes. with that being said you guys enjoy your night thank you so much and uh peace don't go anywhere after i end this okay so have a good night guys All right, have a good night okay hey you guys Y'all know I love talking about my favorite things in the world. And this thing is no different. It is one of the best ways that you could eat cake. Now, me and Carlos was hanging out on a Sunday as we sometimes do down at the local farmer's market. And we were just trotting along and we saw this nice lady with a nice smile with cakes in a mason jar. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Now, what pulled me in is when I start to see some of the flavors in what she had. One of my favorite is chocolate peanut butter. She also has birthday cake and she does them in gluten-free too, all right? Now, every piece of cake that I've gotten in that mason jar, I don't know if that mason jar added an extra flavor element or whatever, but it's literally the best, the moistness of the cake through and through. The flavors that she used. And you can tell that she does it with love. Man, you can go down to the local farmer's market. She also has a storefront in the city of Winter Garden. Okay? You can also go on Facebook. Type in WorthyCakes. Uh, Worthy Her website is WorthyCakes.com. And, yeah, you can actually take your pick. She can make a flavor for you. You can actually have them ordered and sent to you. Or you can go down to the local storefront, as I said, in Winter Garden, and she'll be able to service you. Her days of operations is Tuesday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Uh, Sunday, Monday, she's actually closed because she's out at the local farmer's market, either in Winter Garden or the one in Orlando, which is the one that I go to often. So if you guys get an opportunity to go down to the storefront, Or I get a chance to go and see her at the local farmer's market. Tell her that Reggie sent you. The gentleman with the podcast. And, uh, you know, she might give you a pat on the back for that. (laughs) But anyway, guys, I love that place so much. I am craving chocolate peanut butter cake right now. So I got to get off of this and actually go devour it. But go check her out. And I promise you, you won't be disappointed. All right, guys. Thank you again for listening to the episode. I appreciate each and every one of you. Enjoy your day. Reggie's Expressions is brought to you by Soko Garn Productions, LLC.